Hello there, everybody. It is uh, Scotch from Jack FM. And Bob Harris from the Mighty 790 KFGR. And what a movie treat we have for you today. Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader. Yes, I will never forgive you for making me watch that. <laughs> a Roger, Although it had a great cast. It, yes, it did. A Roger Corman production from 2012. Not to be confused with uh, Attack of the 50-Foot Woman or Attack of the 60-Foot Centerfold, which actually exists from the 90s. That's a Fred Olin Ray movie. This, in fact, is about a giant cheerleader, and you say, what a cast. Yes, you had uh, <laughs> Treat Williams in it, and Sean Young, and Ted Ramey, and uh, Mary Warnoff, and then even John Landis and Roger Corman make appearances John in John Landis, man, yeah. alive. What would he be doing in something like that? He I, loves Corman. Right, I think that's it. Yeah. People paying favors back to <laughs> Roger Corman. You got uh, a movie about... Cassie Stratford, and I thought uh, the the actress that played her was, uh, I, was I can't think of her name now, uh, but she I liked her. I thought she was really good. Yeah, I did too. She works at this laboratory, right, trying to get some uh, school credit. And they're Gen- tr- Jenna Sims, that's yeah, her name. And, they're, and they've discovered something, how to make uh, some a rat that was really homely and make it really good, handsome yeah. again. It's like a rejuvenating serum yeah. because there's a pharmaceutical company or a plastic surgeon that's that's like hired out this lab at the college to do it. And but, Treat Williams is the one that wants to send it out. That's right. But the girl, uh, Jenna Sims, who plays the lead character in this, she's pretty believable where she starts off looking very plain. You don't really expect her to end up being the bombshell that she is. She's a smart science student. Even has a couple of zits. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wants to be a cheerleader because her mother, who's played by Sean Young, was leader of the cheer squad back when she was in college. And of course, yes, it just so happens that she's working in this lab where they're developing this formula. So she injects herself. Next morning, wakes up. Gorgeous. Doesn't need the glasses anymore. Her zits have cleared up. Yeah. I mean, and she couldn't believe what she looked at after she unwrapped the towel. <laughs> yes, everything was growing. Uh, but then we get some signs that maybe things are going to go awry because uh, one of the coeds uh, goes into the shower and gets attacked by a giant spider. And what a giant spider it was. This was an accident of why the giant spider got to be a giant. Uh-huh. We'll leave it at that for the folks. Don't want to ruin they can it discover you. it. They can yeah. discover it. Uh, but because she gets injured by this spider, they need to put a new girl on the on the cheer team. So now Cassie, who's larger and beautiful, she qualifies and she becomes a, a part of the cheerleading squad. And what's really what I really laughed was the fact that she could outdo all the girls, obviously, yeah. but on the throws. The guys couldn't pick her up because she kept getting bigger <laughs> yeah. and heavier and bigger and heavier. So finally, she's like lifting up the dudes and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but here's where some of the cameos come in. There's a part where they show her sitting in class and uh, and the professor comes in. And the professor is John Landis, of all people. I See, I, I didn't catch the credits, but I thought that's who it was. It yep. sure looked like him. And then Roger Corman plays the dean who is sitting in on the class. Well, Cassie starts growing in class and a button pops off of her blouse. <laughs> It's John Corman in the eye, or uh, uh, John Landis in the eye, and blinds him in one eye. <laughs> Later on, he would be uh, putting on a, uh, bl- you know, a pirate's uh, pirate's eye patch. Yep, yep. Uh, during the movie, so. And another uh, cameo, and I thought this was funny. Ted Raimi has one of my favorite lines in the movie when he first sees that Cassie is growing. He says, "I think my aorta just crapped its pants." <laughs> yes, I remember that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that was a great one. Yep. That was a great one. <laughs> so, anyway, she keeps getting bigger and bigger, and she becomes more and more popular. Popular. She's catching frisbees in her mouth. Trying She's, to get uh, into a uh, sorority. Yeah. Chugging bottles, uh, full bottles of Jack Daniels and uh, killing giant spiders. I mean, she's a force to be reckoned with. 
But of course, then you got the the evil pharmaceutical company that wants to exploit her and take advantage of her. And then, of course, there's the jealous leader of the sorority, yeah. who would later on discover how she became that way, and she did it to, did it to herself. Now, I'm going to admit I've seen this movie more than once. I've seen it a couple of times. The first time I watched it, I really hated the lead girl that plays like the head of the sorority. Brittany. Oh, me too. Me Brittany. too. Yeah. But the more I watch it, she really. I mean. For a, it's it's a campy movie, and she plays it as over the top as you possibly can. Just the fact that when anything happens, she just screams and throws tantrums. <laughs> I, I thought it, I thought she was funnier the second time I watched it. Oh, and um, the yeah, you mentioned about all the booze she drinks and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Nothing phased her when she was drinking. Oh no, that that's, this rejuvenating formula is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this does give you you know when you hear about hazing in colleges, yeah. this does give you kind of a true sense of life of what actually does happen on the college campus. And that kind of irked, that kind of made me uh, a little chill down my spine to see yeah. that what the college kids have to go through to get into a sorority or oh, fraternity. Brutal and uh, just so bullying. I mean, the leaders of the sorority are very, very bullying, and you feel bad for them. And then you're, you know, you're really rude on Cassie and this. Yet I felt for Cassie, even though it's a crappy culty B movie. I thought that she was a <laughs> she was a very sympathetic lead. And then of course it's a lot of fun because again. Spoiler alert, hate to ruin anything, but the mean girl gets some of the formula as well, and they both become giants. So then we have a face-off of two giant cheerleaders. It's an actual accident how she was mm-hmm. injected. I don't know if we can say how she was injected on this radio station or this podcast, right. I she should gets, say. She gets I'll let you be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Very uncomfortable place she gets poked. <laughs> but, you know, what was really funny, too, kind of cute, is that, uh, you know, as they got bigger, they're looking for clothes. Yeah. There, there are these great big dolls that are outside the uh, outside the stadium, so they take the clothes off of those, and right. they put them on. <laughs> I thought it was well planned up, but I thought the special effects for what was really, really good as far as making a 50-foot fo- cheerleader out there on the field. They have, I've seen movies, you know, the 50-foot woman, Tack of the 50-foot woman, where you'd like see the mountain behind, you know, right through her leg or something, yeah, you know. Yeah. This this was special effects was really good on this, They I did thought. a really good job. In fact, they take the they take over the whole football field at the end and are having a bit of a fight uh, between the two girls. And, you know, it, it looks, they show the crowd response and the way everybody's looking up and the whole stadium is shaking. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. It was pretty funny too because you know you could you, the long shots probably of course it was a, uh, a you know cardboard cutouts. Then they'd cut to two people you know videoing with their camera and just two people with nobody around them. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> uh, I thought. But even the stuff where they didn't use special effects to do it, just with practical camera work, they did a very good job of shooting over her shoulder and having her standing up above everybody, so it really looked. Oh like yeah, they were looking up, and then when they would film. From underneath, they'd obviously have her standing on a bench or something like that. So it looked like she was, you know, heads and shoulders above everybody else. When he was trying, though, when the guy was trying to pick her up in the cheerleading squad, obviously <laughs> yeah. she was probably standing, you know, four feet in the air while he was trying to pick her up. You right. Know, so a lot of laughs to be had in this. I thought it had, a, you know, gorgeous women, funny script, decent acting, a lot of good cameos, and it was great to see Roger Corbett. It is. I mean, that wasn't that long ago. He's in his early 90s now, I think. Well, t- 2012, again, it's like eight years ago, and he's he's looking pretty good in the movie. Yeah. I've he's, even seen him recently in interviews. The guy still looks amazing, and he's like 90 now. And by, by, by the way, if you want to go back to one of our earlier B-movie bonanzas, uh, we had an interview with a woman, uh, Beverly Gray, who used to work for Roger Corbin. You get kind of a good insight of them. You might want to roll back and uh, take a listen to that to podcast as well, Beverly Gray on Roger Corman. That's right. Oh, a couple other things. Speaking of Corman, which we didn't uh, really get into, Mary Warnoff, who is a Roger Corman regular. She oh, yeah. Plays, she plays the den mother uh, at the sorority, and she at the beginning, she's all, oh, let me 
me get you girls some tea and everything. And you find out she's just as savage as the other girls at the sorority. <laughs> that was a nice little cameo. But uh, as far as Sean Young, I kind of felt bad for her because she's been in some really good movies over the years. And in this one, she's reduced to just being this really shallow, <laughs> callous mother who, even though she's got this brilliant daughter, all she cares about is her daughter becoming a cheerleader, you know? She Pretty... was uh, first noticed that, what was No Way Out, that Kevin Costner movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her, that was her big breakthrough, I think. Yeah, so she's been in some good stuff. She just kind of kind of phoned it in on this one. She wasn't really given a lot to work with. <laughs> oh, well. Looking for a gig, yeah. need some gas money. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader, I'd give it a slightly enthusiastic thumbs up. You could do worse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I and like I say, I, I love the special effects, of course, and uh, the storyline, you know, you, you kind of... It, it, it kind of followed all the rest of them, you yeah. know. The, you know, but it's the same. It's like we, did, we talked about that one time. Roger Corbin said, "Well, I want to remake that one. I want to do it this way." You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just Bob, take that same story, but we'll just interchange a couple different characters. It's a kind of a typical college romp, but here you throw in the giant woman aspect to it. And by the way, the stuff that they used that to, to make her, they inject her with. Yeah. I, first thing I thought was of was, you know, they're they're putting in fingernail polish because mm. it's bright pink. <laughs> it you know, yeah. incredible. Yeah, I give it a thumbs up too. Uh, I started watching this. I'm going, oh, Scotch, what did you get me into? <laughs> I know. Some of these, they, they, they take a little bit of a, they're an acquired taste. But once you, once you dip a toe in there, you'll be willing to watch just about anything. So look for Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader at your favorite video store or on Tubi or any of those outlets, and uh, you'll be able to uh, take a peek at yeah, it. I believe this was even on uh, Hulu or Netflix. I saw it not that long ago, too. Really? Yeah. They went that low, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. With your B-Movie Bonanza, I'm Scotch. And I'm Bob Harris from KFGL. Thank you for listening. Catch you next time. 